All right. I got a belly full of Arby's and I'm ready to record. Nice. Very nice. Um, I have a belly full of beer. Mm. Angst. Sadness. <laughs> Angst and sadness, they usually go hand in hand. Uh, I'm a sad bastard in general. Uh, but uh, more so tonight. Why? Why are you so sad tonight? Um, sometimes I just get in the feels, man. You know, part of getting older is just like, I have these like swells. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever. Um, <clears throat> no. Um, I don't know. It's bear with me here. Um, so you know that feeling of like, all right, life is kind of good, work's going good, and like you, you go home and it's like the seventeenth time you watched The Office. Um, you're on a good episode, and you had a good dinner, and things are great, and things are getting along. That's great. Um, and then uh, you just like you stop for a second. You take an assessment. You make an assessment. <laughs> um, and you just kind of think about if I start to really think about like how much uh, time I have left uh, on this earth on this earth or with people uh, it starts to get to me uh, and yeah it just like kind of creeps in sometimes sometimes it's heavy sometimes it's a light uh, but it's a recurring theme for me Sounds like you're in a bit of a Paul Rudd. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm definitely in the Rudds. Uh, I've always had like trouble with like depression yeah. uh, and anxiety in general. Uh, but yeah, I've been doing a lot better. Um, mostly uh, because I'm a real big fan of therapy. Yeah, uh, and I have a really great, great therapist. Um, so. I'm able to understand things in a healthy way uh, and move past a lot of my own bullshit. So it's good. Uh, I'm able to uh, digest things. Uh, Belly full of Arby's? Yeah, belly full of Arby's. And like, I can skip the Tums, go straight into like, I feel fine in an hour. uh, And then I'm right back on that kick, getting a big beefy cheddar. (laughs) <laughs> I don't want some Arby's right now. Sounds really good. You're welcome. Is it the horsey sauce? Yeah. Yeah. Horsey Whoa. sauce. Who chose, like, who was in the fucking meeting room when they're like, all right, we got this sauce. Um, who's up for naming shit? All right, Chad. Horsey sauce. Fucking fire, Chad. All those who say nay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, gold to yeah. me. Yep. Dad jokes. Dad jokes. What What do you call jokes that um, uh, I would say because I'm never going to be a dad? I don't know. Do you? No, I don't. No. I, don't I, I just depressed myself. <laughs> um, I think I just like went in for a joke and actually fucked my shit up. <laughs> That's what I think I did. I am like crushing weight of like, all right, I'm not going to be a dad. Um, fuck. No, 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 no. Uh, I just fucking ruined you my You did. Shit. You did. That was yeah. bad. I know. It's real bad. Oh. Uh, but oh, here's buddy. how I redeem myself. I can't. Um, <laughs> uh, ooh, try not to, uh, how do I dig myself out of this one? This is getting dark. That's actually something that, like, I don't know, right? Like, I don't know, um, if I'm if that's the route I want to take or if I want kids. Um, I like the idea of it. I, I think that's more you than actually yeah. having kids. Yeah. I just don't want to like, there's a lot of uncertainty around it. Like I'm definitely like open to it, but like, I don't know. I think it's something that's like a big mystery for me. And it's like, I think it's something that I probably need to realize if, I don't know. It's the, I don't know. Um, why is this fucking me up so much? Um, I don't know, but you got to stop playing with the can. Sorry. Uh, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. That could be another podcast, but I need to skip this right now. Yeah, let's do that. I think this is a really good 
example of because you're you're still fuck you're in it like it doesn't matter what I'm saying right now like nothing that's coming out of my mouth matters it's a really good example of just the most inane inane is not the right word that I'm looking for it's not it's not inane it's I don't know I don't know what the word I'm looking for is benign the most benign conversation it's not a tumor <laughs> but nine nine and a half um some little speck of it and it can send you down a spiral yeah yeah that's i mean <clears throat> that's what makes the swells uh worse is like they can come on and then like I can, it's easier for me to like disassociate um if I find that there's like nothing that like actually holds weight within it. Um, but the second I let a thought in that actually has some weight to it, it can just fucking sink me. Uh, and it, it can go days or weeks. And at least though, you'll take it to therapy. You'll take it to me. You'll take it to Mo. You'll take it somewhere and you will talk it out you'll process it and I'm somebody who just white knuckles through it and I know we had a whole conversation about you being a bottler but and for me it's not that it's not bottling it's something else it's it's pure denial that it exists I think and I mean we all know that it stems from the shit with my dad yeah but but it's I acknowledge it that I'm depressed. I acknowledge that I'm down, but that's it. I will acknowledge to you that I am depressed or I will acknowledge to you that I am down, but we're not exploring it. We're not talking about it. We're not going into, I mean, I vent to you and I'll go down that road about like big, important topics about our life or life in general, but I don't, as a rule, analyze my own depression. Hmm. Tell me more about that. <laughs> how does that make you feel? Um, Sit on the couch and tell <laughs> me how you feel. I understand why. Yeah, I mean, it's just more of a white knuckle. I get enough depression for both of us from you. Yeah. Uh, you go like surface level, like, all right, this is a thing. I'm going to keep moving on. I go like, all right, this is a thing. Let me understand every part of this until I make it worse. Yeah. And I think that follows in suit with sort of something we kind of went off on a little bit in a previous podcast talking about how I'm a little bit more of our father's when it comes to the manliness side of thing, I mean, neither of us are dude bros, manly dudes, but I trend more that direction than you do, especially with dealing with feelings. You do. Yeah. You um, fit exactly like you said, you fit more of the classic male um, archetype. Yeah. Archetype, is that a thing? Yeah. I don't fucking sometimes, like, I think, uh, never mind. I, uh, it's a word you're using it correctly. I know, but like, all the fucking time while I'm having conversations, I'll say something and then, like, I'm like seven sentences past it, uh, in like a meeting, and I'm just like, did I use that right? Does everyone think I'm a dumbass now? God, it's terrible. I used to sync a lot of the time, and I'm just like, fuck, what does that mean? Does that mean just like precisely timed? Succinct or in, in, you're supposed to know this. Oh, I'm letting this play out. I'm enjoying this. Fuck you. I will <laughs> Google the shit out of this. Yes, you used it correctly. Great. Um, where was I? Uh, you're uh, no, more yeah. of a man yes. than you are. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Back to that, which I will not process. Uh, 
And I will just like, that will service level shit to me because I actually do have like a hidden ego that's just like, ah, that other fat guy's full of shit. Uh, excuse me, Brandon Yuri is full of shit. Um, <laughs> no, you, you uh, do fit hey, that. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, no, wait. Yeah, they have, they have a Miss Jackson song. Yep. Um, but you were singing Outcast. I was. Because <laughs> I am. No, you do fit that role. Um, and you enjoy it for the most part. I mean, like, I am... Like, my dad uh, is definitely, like, blue-collar, just, like, a hard-working dude. Uh, his dad before him was just... It was a... It was a... It was difficult to grow up with. Um, he was very much the real... Um, you know, John Wayne, like hard ass kind of dad that was not great. <clears throat> My dad um, tried to go the opposite direction uh, and was was better uh, and, you know, a kinder father, uh, but still fit that like manly man role. Uh, but I had a super hippie mom. Uh, so I came out being like a super feely, like musician, artist kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, and my dad, like, I don't want to say put up with it, but like put up with it. Um, <laughs> and so I've, I've definitely been a very much like in tune with my feelings, empathetic kind of person with like tiny bit of rage and just, you know, love of all things horror, punk rock. So I'm, uh, I, I don't know what I am. I'm just like, Weird mess of, <laughs> and weird that's me- the name of our podcast. <laughs> that's the name of our podcast. I don't know what I am. Uh, I'm a little bit broken. I'm a little bit rock and roll. Hard on the sleeve. You're kind of a gypsy. You're kind of a tramp. You're kind of a thief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love that share song, and I'm not afraid to say it. I love gypsies, tramps, and thieves. Uh, that's staying by, in by share. Uh, I will sing every word. It's on my phone. We'll do an awkward like. Sh- shuffle uh and i'm not afraid of it uh i can add i also like kelly clarkson but i also like cannibal corpse so there's an even balance somewhere i think that i'm a very strange mixture of my three male influences which were my stepdad who was the corporate dad was the the corporate businessman always gone you know for business business sucks business sucks um my grandfather who was retired military hard ass to his sons but surprisingly nice to the grandchildren and i was the only boy i mean my cousin robbie came a little bit later but they lived out of state so i was really kind of the only one that was around and I mean, obviously when I was in it, I was a child, but the stories looking back are is that like the grandfather that he was with me was not necessarily the dad that my uncles had growing up. I mean, I think that's like par for the course, right? That's usually yeah. what happens. Yeah. My stepdad's completely different with my kids than he was with me. Yep. Um, you're also older by that time and, you know, things are different by that time, but. There's also like the saying, um, I don't know, and I'm, I can only equate this to the, the, the source I heard it from, which was basically like um, a mother uh, talking to her daughter about her grandmother. Some like reference of just saying like, grandma's so nice, I don't know what you're talking about. Like uh, as far as being a hard one, like <laughs> that is not the same lady who raised me. That is the lady who's trying to get into heaven. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I think that's more of a grandma thing and a grandpa thing is more of just like a mellowing of. Yeah. It's like the testosterone's gone. Mm -hmm. You're usually drunk all the time. It's like, ah, life is great. I just threw the baby in the ceiling. But I could, I could still see that it wasn't anger. It was necessity of control not control that's the wrong word necessity of not status quo just that mm, that boy needs discipline structure 
Yeah. Yes. He presented yes. structure. Um, Im imposed structure imposed would structure. be more of, more like of accurate. Yeah. I like it. Okay. And so I got that from him, from my grandfather, which was life lessons and structure and being a man and being a man with regard to business from my stepfather. Okay. And then how not to be a father from my father. Oh. Yeah. And so I think all three of those things influence me because I am an odd mixture of both a man and a father. Like, you know, I, I am very laxed and cool on some things like my mom was. I am very uh, imposing of structure on things like my grandfather was. And I'm also very, I'm depressed. I'm going to go to the garage and cut a piece of wood for no reason. And that's how I deal with this. Yeah. You know what I imagine like every father from like the eighties Chicago movies. What am I trying to say? Oh, the, you're talking about fucking John Hughes. Yes. Shermer, Illinois. <laughs> there is no um, fucking Shermer, Illinois. Um, and, and I can be like that dopey, oblivious dad. Like the John Candy. Yeah. Yeah. But I can also be like super fun, cool with my kids, which I didn't have an adult male like that. that that's definitely from my mom. So that's all you. So yeah. it, I, I, I am, I have a lot of those different things, but neither of us are what I would refer to as archetypal of any specific, you, you know, genre or style or we can't be pigeonholed. My friend. That's true. I like the idea of genre of manhood. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. No, I like it. Um, it's, it's like your three um, influences. One um, your stepdad was kind of like the average, right? Uh, maybe like the little bit checked out, but kind of there, uh, wasn't negative. Uh, yeah. And, and it wasn't checked out. Like he didn't want anything to do with us. He just, he was a businessman and he did right. business. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then your actual dad was the contrast, the negative version, if you will, like negative film, uh, was just like what not to do, mm -hmm. right? Right. Uh, which I can't imagine. Like, dude. Like, I. I'm so sorry you had that. Like, growing up, uh, and I can't imagine like how you deal with that. Uh, and I commend you because, like, you you are um, an amazing uh, father uh, and a man, and as a person, like, you're a great you're a great dude. Uh, you, I commend buddy. you. I really do commend you like on, you know, how you carry yourself and the example you set for your kids. But your grandfather is always someone like you've talked about and like really like high praise, oh, that's high praise. Um, <laughs> uh, and like, I like, I have this image of this dude uh, just by the way you talk about him and like the pictures I've seen. Uh, it sounds just like a really positive influence at exactly the right time in your life. Yes, hundred uh, percent. I I don't know what your life would have been like without that dude uh, in your life, without your grandfather. Um, yeah, see that dude. Like, I want to have a beer with that dude. Who doesn't um, want to have a beer with that dude? I'm gonna go off on some weird tangent here, real quick, but I'm gonna keep it real short. Woo! Don't cry. No, I'm not gonna cry. Like, I'm gonna talk about how much I love drinking. Um, <laughs> Like I really like it's, I don't do it often anymore. Um, uh, just because like I, I don't know. Um, I like to have fun. I'm a fun guy, but the drinking they did back in those days and the bars they had and just like, I don't know. It's weird to think about, and this could be a whole fucking podcast, uh, in and of itself is just like being nostalgic for a time you weren't a part of. Oh, all day, every day, bro. Yeah, um, I could like fucking like 1940s, like Mad Men, like Gatsby style, just fucking 
Wild Wild West, some fucking ooh, Young Guns. Is that what that movie? Estevez. Mm-hmm. Fuck, this is where my brain goes. Like I go off on like weird things while I'm listening to people. I'm creating like whole worlds. Uh, so it's hard for me to focus sometimes. I have completely lost where I'm going with this. All right, I'm coming back. All right, your grandfather. Like I, I know from what you told me uh, about him. Uh, do you know much about his father? No. I mean, I know what his father did. Oh. Passed it, passed it, burying it down, burying it down. <clears throat> cool. Deep, deep. Just uh, deep. Deep. I can't. I can't make my voice go that deep. I have a high. I think I have a high voice. You do have a high voice. I do have a high voice. That's just redneck. I know. I'm just trying to make it fucking lower. I don't think I can go very low. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How does that feel, baby? Lower. <laughs> How does that <laughs> feel, <laughs> baby? baby. Uh, mole, 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 mole. <laughs> God. Uh, I wonder what it's actually like to like be friends with Mike Myers. It's probably pretty difficult. It's probably exhausting. Yeah. It's like, can you can you just like finish your niswa salad and shut the fuck up? Uh, and let me talk about my day. Um, the, the stories of him are not positive. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You've got to stop slamming that can. I swear to God. Um. <laughs> don't do it um, yeah so the the stories around him that I have heard are not positive they are not he is a cool dude who wants to share comedy he is a megalomaniac who wants you to share his comedy uh, gotcha Dana Carvey right. does a story about Mike Myers stealing his impression of Lorne Michaels for um, oh uh, Doctor Evil. Evil. So Doctor Evil is is Dana Carvey's impression of Lorne Michaels. Fuck! Where did you hear this? Uh, uh, what's his name has a talk show. Um, blonde dude that's in all of Sandler's oh, movies. Yeah, Dana Carvey. No, 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 not Dana Carvey. Uh, David Spade. David Spade has a talk show and I think it was, so it was, no, I think it was on Stern. It was either an old Stern episode or a Dana Carvey episode. Not Dana Carvey, damn it. David Spade episode or um, I went down a fucking rabbit hole a few weeks ago of just how old Howard Stern clips. Yeah. And it might've been on one of those, but um the way that Dana Carvey see now I've confused the shit out of myself. The way that Dana, Dana Carvey, right? Chopping broccoli, chopping broccoli. Yeah. Dana Carvey. Dana, the way that Dana Carvey did Lauren Michaels was by, so Lauren Michaels is apparently very well known for name dropping constantly. Hmm. And so, I might be mixing up two stories here because I, I heard Dana Carvey talk about Mike Myers stealing his impression of Lauren Michaels for Dr. Evil. Okay. But then I also heard about a different actor from Saturday Night Live talking about his impression. Oh yeah, it was, it was, um, fuck that really skinny tall guy. Um, new or old newer. He Davidson? did the Stefan where he's like the hottest club. Oh, Bill Hader. Yeah. Bill Hader's impression of Lorne Michaels is based off of the fact that Lorne Michaels constantly name drops. So he imagined what it would be like if all of Dana, uh, if all of Lorne Michaels friends were serial killers. And so he's like, who's oh. sitting down to dinner with Dahmer. And we were discussing the best way to cook a filet of human. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I fucking He's love like, Bill Hader. I was having lunch with Casey and he was just going on and on about Lennon. I couldn't get him to stop. I know Gacy wasn't Lennon, but I can't remember the guy's name. No, no, no. I get Chap- you. I Chapman. Yep, David yep, Wayne yep, Chapman. Yep, 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 yep. So I did mix two stories together. So what I'm going to do is go backwards now 
so that I can get a clean version of what I'm trying to say. Okay. So what I gather from multiple interviews that I've heard of people talking about Dana Carvey, nope, that I've heard of people talking about Mike Myers. Yep. And articles that I've just read online is that he is like super megalomaniac about his comedy and the comedy that is important to him is his own comedy. And Mm. he is very difficult to work with and he is not personable and he is do my thing that I'm written for you, do it the way I've written for you, shut up, do it, and then get away from me. That kind of really killed how I married an ex murderer for me. Cause I love that movie. I love that movie too. I remember, um, uh, I think, I think I have this right. Uh, Penelope spheres. Um, she's the one that was behind, um, the decline of Western civilization. Uh, but she also directed Wayne's world. Okay. Uh, with Mike Myers in it. And she said when it came to the, um, I guess Bohemian Rhapsody scene in the car, like, you know, she came off like the client of Western civilization, but you know, the first one, I believe, the first or second one's all about metalheads. Um, so when it came time for everybody to headbang, she said she had the biggest problem with Mike Myers. Mm-hmm. And he, he kept being like a prima donna, like, oh, my neck hurts. And he said, like, Dana Carville the whole time was just like doing it the right way. Right. And it was just like Mike Myers was just being a prima donna. Huh. Which, when I was younger, he always seemed like a cool dude. And sure. that, that ruined a little bit of that for me. Now, again, I'm one of those people who takes everything with a grain of salt because right. there's, there's jealousy, there's infighting, yeah. there's shit talking. But, I mean, we're talking about Dana Carvey. It's not like Dana Carvey's having Twitter beefs with, <laughs> you know, Takashi69. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. He's just not that guy, it seems like. Yep. He actually reminds me a lot of my Uncle Dale. Mike Myers? No, Dana Carvey. Oh, yeah. And I don't know why, but I... Those two, uh, I just equate those two a lot. But <laughs> they're both just two milky white men. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but my uncle Dale was like my awesome uncle, so he was always the cool uncle. And I never did, keep track of the good ones. Uh, Dale was the one who was in the music business. Ah, uh, yep, that was the good one. And Dana Carvey always seems to me like the cool uncle. Got it. Yep, I never had one of those. Never had a cool uncle. No, no. Push that down too. Yeah, because if I bring that up, there's some shit there. I don't want, yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> That's the name of our podcast. Push that <laughs> shit down too. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't, I'm going to save this one for later. Or maybe we can edit this one out. Uh, I'm going to save this. Yeah. No? I'm not going to remember. All right, fuck it. Um, so, <sighs> yep. Um, so in high school, um, oh, this is going to be a rabbit hole. Our friend group was really tight and close. Uh, we hung around each other constantly. Um, and (laughs) all of this could be like its own podcast. I'm going to focus on the specific thing. Um, there was a video store in my hometown called Dynamite Video. Uh, and I think it was one of the last video stores, at least for that town, that had the adult section in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, so we would constantly just like go get a bunch of drinks, get some beer. I mean, I was like able to buy beer at 15 because I had this lustrous, like shaggy coat of chest hair uh, and, a, and a beard. <laughs> Uh, and it was basically, <laughs> I literally walked up to uh, a clerk one time at like 4.30 in the afternoon, like, hey, is it too late to buy a beer? <laughs> <laughs> the, the guy was just like, did not give a shit about his job. I was like, all right, get out of here. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. Um, Dynamite video. Um, they had the adult section. The plan was like, hey, we're all going to hang out. Go rent the most fucked up porn you can find at Dynamite video. My job. Uh, and let's go watch it. Uh, and it was just a bunch of like couples. Uh, and we were all like, fuck, I don't know, 18, 19. Okay. Um, uh, and we had beer cause I could buy beer. 
So somebody's parents were gone or we were at somebody's apartment um, and I show up. I'm like, all right, guys, we, we got the video to watch. Like, all right, what are we, what are we watching? Um, yeah, this one's called Fuck My Dirty Shithole. And so we proceeded to watch Fuck My Dirty Shithole. It was hilarious. And they said the titular line the entire time. Uh, and fun was had by all. But it was really weird and creepy because we were all just sitting there watching porn. Uh, and it was a bunch of couples and uh, me, of course, by myself. Uh, and <laughs> I still think about it to this day every time. Because uh, just like whoever like was in the, you know, um, Chad in the naming room again, uh, going with like, hey, what should we call this? Fuck my dirty shithole. So can I ask a question? How did we get from cool uncles to fuck my dirty shithole? I don't know. <laughs> this is just where like my brain goes off in its own like little world. Uh, Essentially, you were done talking about my family. Apparently. <laughs> I gave you an out. I was talking about like, hey, I'm going to go off on a tangent. I gave you room to stop me. You didn't stop me. This is on you. Okay. I take responsibility for your insanity. So we can take that out. That's the this. name of our podcast. Yay. Put a little insanity on your potato. Um, yeah. I need to pee. Go. Uh, I don't know if we can leave that in, but if not, we that's, should That's staying in. All right. No, that's staying in. All right. This is, this is how I lose my job. Fuck my dirty shithole. Are you Googling it? No, 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 no. I just sent you a picture, though. Uh-oh. Not related. I think they even had a sequel to it. I don't even... I might have even been like, fuck my dirty shithole part two. Oh, my God. Uh, it's, it's on Pornhub. Is it? God, it's been a while. Oh, no, it's not. It's just a search result. Hold on. I'm stuck on Pornhub right now. I'll save that one for later. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So, IMDb. <laughs> Fuck My Dirty Shithole, 1997. Yep. 78 minutes. Featuring Alice as herself. Brooke as herself. Erica Bella. Hmm. Ron Jeremy's in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays himself. (laughs) This is a documentary. Written and directed by the infamous Robert Black. I, I made that up. Got it, got it. Synopsis. Delicate yet intense, singularly shallow yet double penetrating, narrow-minded yet gapingly open. This is a modern take on the old boy meets girl tale. Excellent acting from all the cast. You can tell they really enjoyed fooling around with the concepts on this one. There's some exciting improvisation to look out for. I especially liked the buggery. Who the fuck wrote this? That is uh, written by Dogs Dildo. (laughs) God bless you, Dogs Dildo. Funny thing is, that was written in 2002. Ooh. On IMDb? (laughs) Yep. Oh my God. I don't know why, but like I'm obsessed now. With not that username, but a slightly different one. God's dildo. Mm-hmm. God's dildo sounds rad. Uh, <laughs> for all you sinners out there, repent. Get God's dildo. I'm I'm overly obsessed with the fact that I have an IMDb page. Should I have one because it was an extra on Friday Night Lights? No. Well then, no. fuck yours. Where the fuck were we? I am lost. Uh, you were talking about uncles. Uh, and then I got <laughs> up on a weird fucking tangent. Um, like I do. Please continue if we can. If we can't, let's just keep moving on into uh, something else. And that's the name of our podcast. <laughs> moving on to something else. <laughs> we fucking quit. Yeah. Got a lot of quit in me. Our podcast should be named, we made one episode, what more do you want? (laughs) We tried. We gave it our all. We did one. (laughs) We did one. Uh, Yeah, I think that was like a 
I think that was a killer. Yeah. I don't even know how we bring it back to. Actually, I do. Yeah, mm. I do. So that is one of the weirdest experiences growing up, and I would assume that a lot of people had this experience where you're watching a porno or looking at porn with other guy friends, whether that's, I found my dad's, you know, playboy, let's look at it. Or I found my dad's video. Let's look at it. I had that experience one time where me and some other dudes found a porn video and we're like, let's watch it. And I was instantly uncomfortable. Yep. And it, it was, it was not a, I shouldn't be watching this with you. It was, I don't want to watch this with you. Yeah. No, I get that. Yep. And it was just a very, very, I just, it, I remember it being very visceral of, I do not want to be here. I do not want this to be happening. I want this to end right now. Like I got up, ejected the tape and was like, no, 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 no. We're not doing this. Huh? Let me pause there. Let me ask a question. Had you previously seen like light uh, nudity with friends? Like whether it's like movies um, or like a Playboy magazine before then, was yeah. it the same reaction? No, it was. So it was more like, ah, cool. It's, it's naked woman. Yeah, that's fine. We're cool. Like tits in a movie, or you know, something yeah. like that. We, yeah, yep. that had happened. Got it. So, so taking it to the extreme uh, was was it too much for you, or it was just too much being around other people? That's I don't know. It was such a visceral reaction of this has to stop right now. I I don't know what it was, but it had to stop. Was it like a moral thing? Like no, you, God no. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like I didn't know you was a kid. I didn't I know, know if. Like, yeah, I mean, like up to a certain point, I still fuck it. I, up to a certain point, I still believed in God. Um, so there was like the whole moral crux. Uh, I got over that pretty quick. Um, once i once i found horror movies and um, lost faith in life but interesting so to a certain level it's fine uh it's light it's playful uh you're watching like the porkies or like some that was probably what it was yeah it was probably porkies or something like that and and it wasn't a shame thing it wasn't a religious thing Mm -hmm. it wasn't a homophobic thing it wasn't um I, it was just fucking weird. Well, I mean, it's weird in general. I don't think like uh, that kind of discovery, like number one, let's state first of all, like the fact that we as kids, like even had access to see like hardcore porn is fucked up. Um, but it happened. Um, and like, I, uh, you know, stumbled upon my dad's stash and like that happened, right? Like it's fucked up that like you get exposed to something like that so early, but to experience that with other, your friends around, um, it's, that's a fucking complicated scenario for a kid. Mm -hmm. That's, uh, that's a lot to deal with. I think I was 11. I was too. That's that's exactly when all this happened for me too. Like I, and to make it worse, to make it weirder, um, I was the guy that like showed my friends. Like, like, hey, I would be that guy. Yeah. Of course I'd be that guy. Um, I brought some friends over. I was just like, look what I found. Um, And they got awkward. And they were like, oh, I can't do this. We got to go. I'm like, oh. Uh, God, I guess I should feel bad. Or why is this? I, I, <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> but I don't. Because I'm dead inside. I don't believe in God. Totally fine with going to hell. 
yeah, completely opposite uh, sides of the spectrum. Um, I remember like showing a, a, a friend one of these things and it was just like, to get this even weirder, and I fucking hope this dude, like I'm friends with this dude on Facebook, I hope he listens to this and goes like, holy shit, why the fuck did you talk about this? We were watching, it was New Year's Eve. We were watching like the Howard Stern, like New Year's Eve, like pay-per-view thing where it had like lots of ladies like topless and everything yeah we were watching it it was fine everything was kosher uh and i was like i got something even better let me show you this fucking pop that shit in and it was just like i could probably tell you the title of it i think it was called like my private teacher um play the tape instantly got awkward he's like can we not watch this like i just want to watch the Thing. It was just like immediately it was uncomfortable. I was like, yeah, absolutely. No, like, is what it is. Put the tape back, did not put the stool back, mm-hmm. got busted that night. My dad instantly knew what was up. Like, I had found the stash, was pissed, was so upset, but now had to go like talk to this kid and be like, hey, like, what, what did you see? Like, and then, like, my dad had to talk Your to his dad. Your dad talked to the kid and the kid's dad? No. Yeah. You don't do that. Yeah. You just let that go. No. He, no. I mean, like, he, I mean, my dad did the responsible thing of just, like, uh, this is a fucked up situation. Like, I need to, and he did the right thing. He talked to that kid's dad. He talked to that kid. And just, like, it's a lot. Like, kids shouldn't be exposed to that shit. Um, oh, I agree. But it happened. It did. Like, I don't know about you, but um, sex education in the school system when we grew up was absolute bullshit. Like, there was no education. Um, I don't even think my parents talked to me about sex, ever. No, mine didn't either. Still. Um, I'm not that I would have listened now. Um, <clears throat> uh, I so am getting a hold of your mom. Fuck you, dude. Telling her she needs to have the talk with you. It's finally time to have the talk, son. <laughs> He's getting ready to have his two-year wedding anniversary. Uh, I think it's time. Oh, God. I don't... By the time I had sex ed in school, I had lost my virginity two years earlier. What grade did you have sex ed? That was seventh grade for me. I think. Six, seven, eight. Six foot, seven foot, eight. Shut up. Okay. So like a year... And I had already gotten... I'd already gotten laid in like middle school. You already got effed in the B. <laughs> yeah. Fuck my dirty shithole. Yeah. Oh, call back. Um, dogs dildo. <laughs> dogs dildo. Dogs dildo 19 says. <laughs> I enjoyed the buggery. I enjoyed the buggery. And that's the name of the podcast. <laughs> I enjoyed the buggery. Hmm. Motto for life. Anyway. But that leads me to, like, it's still a thing for me. So, like, guys who play porn at a bachelor party makes no sense to me. Yeah. No, like, dude, and, like, I fucking get it. Like, it's fucking weird. Um, And fuck it. Like, I was at a New Year's Eve party recently where they played, like, the, uh, the Kim Kardashian video. And it was fucking weird. Yeah. Like, I was like, why is this happening? They should have gone with Paris Hilton. That uh, one's classy. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Uh, but it was just like... Just like a Hilton. No, like, I mean, you're, you're drunk, you're imbibing. Like, that's the weird, like, paradox, right? Is like, and as adults, like, old adults, uh, someone pops a porno on, it's just like, everyone's drunk, it's like, ah, whatever. It's just like... The extremes of like, all right, this is fucked up and weird. Uh, but as a kid, like, I didn't know. Like, I didn't know. I just like, I, I thought I was like discovering something that I didn't know, like, what was wrong or, or like, if she, I don't know. It's just. I think that moment, though, stuck with me for life. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, we've talked about this before. Porn has never really been a thing for me. I uh, and we don't have to go into this. No, no, no. It's I just, don't know. I 
I don't know if it's a byproduct of that moment as a kid that happening sounds like it or if it's you know the way I've always thought of it is why do I want to watch something I could go do that's how I've always thought of it like ah. it's the same it's the same thing for me with like sports I I'd rather go play baseball than sit down and watch baseball ah okay I, I, I'd rather you know pattern emerges I think I think it that's how I've always thought of it and I've never really thought of that moment until we started talking about this sure like not a suppressed memory but just not a correlation I've ever put together um but maybe it does have something to do with that I, I don't know and I'm not really interested in pursuing it any further because it's not a yep. big part of my life but yep yeah that was a weird thing that happened to me when I was a kid <laughs> and that's why I can't do hamster style anymore. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, man. It, yeah. Um, I think we had similar experiences with different results. Um, either way, like, that shit's not okay. Like, have the talk with your kids. Tell them about things. Tell them about life. Don't let them discover fucking shit on their own because it's you're gonna have uh an odd experience and like it may warp their perception so talk yeah and i'm trying to figure out i'm trying to figure out right now how to start having that conversation with one of my sons i didn't have that conversation so i don't know how how to have that conversation as far as an example i know how to have that conversation in the respects of how I would have that conversation. I grew yeah. up with a mother who talked to me like an adult. I am so I grew up yep. used to being talked to like a fellow adult. I didn't have things dumbed down for me. I didn't have things sugarcoated really. I was protected, but I wasn't it wasn't, you know, the stork flies it over and, you know, delivers it in a package but there was no alternative. It was just, there was never any conversation at all. And so I don't know, I don't necessarily have a blueprint to have that conversation. So I gotta figure it out for myself. And part of me is going, I don't want to in case he hasn't figured stuff out yet, Mm. but he's like months away from where I was the first time I had sex. So, like, there's some urgency there. I have no basis to give you advice at all. I'm aware. But I have a suggestion. Okay. Because I'm an idiot like that. Ask him what he knows so far. Guaranteed it's something. I mean, like kids today, like with the access of information that they do, there's probably already like a base level knowledge. Like, well, I know he's got to have something because he's been in the bathroom with his phone for half an hour. So, I mean, I there's got to be, you know what I mean? So there's 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 something. I don't, right. I, and yeah. I, that's, you know, you have absolutely no business giving me any advice of any type. But Not I actually, I actually kids. think, yeah, but I actually think that was good advice. Yeah, because I mean, like, if if it was me and, like, let's go back in time. Let's, Last year. No. Let's say, like, after that incident of, uh, you know, my dad busting me, let's say the next day he's like, hey, you know, I I wish you wouldn't have done that, but it seems like, you know, you're, you have questions. Um, let's talk about it that would have been the right thing. Um, because if you just go into it being like, all right, this is what it is. And this is the thing. It's like, there's already a line. There's already a basis, like understanding. Um, if you make it a dialogue versus like talking at somebody, I think it's just going to be a better situation. Yeah. It's not bad advice, buddy. Good job. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Maybe I should be a dad. You were supposed to push that down. 
I know. I didn't. I know. Because uh, you're maybe, physically incapable. Maybe some more alcohol would do the trick. That's why I drink Austin Beer Works Pearl Snap. Because I'm never going to be a dad. <laughs> oh, my God. That's staying in. That's the name of the podcast. <laughs> That's the name of the podcast. I, it's <sighs> hilarious to me the things that you will choose to bottle and the things that you will choose to dwell on. There is no fucking rhyme or reason. And some of it is the tiniest shit will get locked up for years. And like the huge shit you'll just dwell in. It's so weird, buddy. It's so weird. Yeah. You know, the one thing that makes it come out just like life. Lubricant. That's why I drink Austin beer. (laughs) (laughs) Because I can't fucking cope. Oh, one of these days, I'm going to get you into uh, bourbon like a big boy. <laughs> I am so depressed. <laughs> I'm a sad bastard. I'm a fucking punk rock kid that became like an emo, like whiny baby. And I actually love it. Uh, I love the genre. Being a whining baby? I like to complain. I'm a good complainer. Like Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off is my hero. Like I fucking live to complain uh but you get me sauced and uh i light up like a fucking diamond um i was really hoping you were gonna say christmas tree uh because then i was gonna say that's really sappy execution by christmas lights um ooh that's a that's a there's a thing there there's a whole like band from dallas that has a song that's called that i can't even fucking remember but it was a thing with a thing with a thing. There's something there. I don't know. I think they had a song called Execution by Christmas Lights. Okay, so that was not a unique thought. This thought was brought to you by Austin Peebles' Pearl Snap. When you aren't original and, <laughs> and you're need, never going to have kids. Uh, constant sadness. Austin Beerworks. Oh, Fuck. man. I'm going to have to cut so much of this out. So much. Um... What is it? Right, right, drunk, edit sober. Yeah. Uh, no, but I think there's good content here. Oh, um, for sure. I need to pee. I was able to turn your porn rant into a solid two men having a life conversation. You, you took. We fools. we were able to. We the royal we. I need to pee. And then okay. we need to like bring this home with uh, I don't know some like cap. holy shit that is fucking hilarious i don't know if you can like leave that in you probably can't there's no way i can leave that in (laughs) so while i was in the bathroom this motherfucker played cat stevens or whatever he's called now uh cats in the cradle harry chapin that's right i lost his own trivia once harry chapin uh cats in the cradle um fuck that's dark you asshole um relevant. had to bring this podcast home you had to bring it home uh you're such a dick <laughs> and that's the name of our podcast that's the name of our podcast